You are listening to the Dynasty Edge Podcast, giving you the edge in Dynasty fantasy football and keeping you up to date on Dynasty player value. Here are your hosts, Casey Longmire and Maverick Allison. Welcome to the Dynasty Edge Podcast. I'm your host, Casey Longmire, along with my co-host, Maverick Allison. Maverick, how are you today? Doing good, Casey. Real good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm excited to announce that we've brought a uh, a third full-time host on with us. It's uh, Devin, who was our guest last week. Devin, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. Ready to talk about these quarterbacks. Awesome, awesome. Well, what we're going to do over the next six to eight weeks is we're, we're next six to eight episodes, we're going to talk about our personal rankings on quarterbacks, receivers, tight ends, and running backs. First, I wanted to touch on just some real quick notes. I guess the only thing that's noteworthy, and that's Brandon Marshall signing with the Seahawks. Uh, Maverick, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it's really more beneficial for Seahawks as, uh, this, as far as NFL terms than it is for fantasy. I only say that because he's obviously, I think he's 34 years old. He's not, you know, young Brandon Marshall, you know, in his prime anymore, obviously. Um, I think that he has a little bit of touchdown upside, but it's going to be real streaky. I think he could finish the year, you know, six to eight touchdowns, but you're not sure when those are going to come. He could possibly be a bye week flex fill-in, maybe wide receiver four, wide receiver five, but nothing more. I agree. Uh, Devin, what do you think? I think he's definitely worth picking up if you have a – a guy on your roster right now that is just kind of filling that last spot. He's worth a shot. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he is actually playable for you. I mean, I'm not predicting that, but I think he's worth picking up and just kind of seeing where it goes if he's healthy. You know, they, they definitely have the targets there with Graham and uh, Paul Richardson leaving. Yeah, I think he's definitely a rosterable guy. Don't don't go out and sell the house to get him, but if, if you can get him cheap or if, if – he might even be available on some shallow te- um, shallow dynasty waiver wires. If you can get him, he would be worth picking up, especially if he is hot for four or five weeks. I think, I think he's a guy that would be trade bait if, if a person's competing. Well, the way we're going to talk about this, we've all done our own averages on quarterbacks. Um, we, what we've done is we ranked them one through twenty-four, and then Maverick went in and did a full average on how it worked out. So we're going to talk about them in the order they averaged out, and then we will talk briefly about the way we ranked them or or whatever we feel is need to talk about. So our number one overall quarterback on average is Carson Wentz. Um, Devin, let me send it over to you because I think you had him one overall. What What's your reasoning for having him one overall? Uh, I struggled with this. Um, it was between him – Rodgers or Russell Wilson and I eventually went with him honestly just because of the age that was kind of the tiebreaker um he's 25 he'll be 26 um later late in the season I mean after Christmas um and I I saw enough last year he looked he looked amazing I mean I don't know if you could ask a whole lot more for a second year player and if you want to think he's going to do that going forward and you have Rodgers, he's 34, Russell Wilson, 29. To me, Rodgers probably going to outscore him this year, but I think it's going to be close enough that 
I would rather have a guy that is nine years younger. And that's a, that's a, um, why I ended up going Wentz over Rodgers or Russell Wilson. Sure. Maverick, what are your thoughts on Wentz? Uh, yeah, I had him at number two. Um, I like him for all the reasons Devin just alluded to, the fact that he's 25 years old. But I really like that he's on a, a really good offense with a lot of weapons, you know, Alshon, Ertz, Aguilar, all that. Um, also, this is somebody that had 33 touchdowns um, in – you know, only seven interceptions last year. So he he, he uh, obviously didn't play the full season with the injury, um, and we can touch on that a little bit if y'all want, but the injury doesn't scare me um, for, you know, long-term wise. But he, he actually averaged um, the third most points per game amongst quarterbacks last year at just over 25 points a game. So that's another positive. Uh, I think that it, you'd be hard-pressed to not find him in somebody's top three, top four uh, rankings as far as quarterbacks go. For dynasty purposes, he's a stud, and if you get him on your team, you're lucky to have him. Yeah, I agree. I said it it pains me to have him at two overall, being a Cowboys fan, but you just can't deny the the potential he's got. Um, being being 24, he's showed more than a lot of these other young guys coming in. I I think that you get him and and he hits like we all think he's going to. You don't, especially in a start one, you don't have to worry about a quarterback for the next eight to ten years. Where um, where are you guys seeing him drafted in a start one QB startup? Let's start see. one QB. Um, well, start one QB. I don't see any really quarterbacks go off the board till the third, fourth round. Um, but I'll allude to Superflex. We actually were in the draft that we talked about a little bit last week, and I think he was the first quarterback off the board. I want to say he went seven overall, if I'm not mistaken. So, in a Superflex draft, he's going you know mid first round. Yeah, I I was just looking it up. I actually think he went fifth overall, which is which is huge for somebody had to have some serious faith serious faith in him. Yeah, and I don't hate it there. I mean, if if he's your number one quarterback, I don't have a problem taking your number one quarterback. You know, in a super flex draft, early mid first, that's not a problem at that premium position. Oh, I'm sorry, he went one six. He went it was five running backs, then Carson Wentz. Okay, so that's what it had. Um, for me, for me, Carson Wentz is – he wasn't my number one because I do like Russell Wilson a little bit more. But for Wentz, Wil- Wentz Wilson, and Rodgers, it was A, B, and C for me. That That's why these top three were so tough trying to get this ready. Let's, uh, let's move on to the number two overall at our average, and that is Russell Wilson. And Maverick, we'll spin it right back to you. What? How do you feel about Russell? Um, it's – pretty similar in Wentz knowing you have a stud I had Wilson at number three overall in my quarterback rankings uh he was second in points per game last year he also was right there with Wentz you know just he had about a little over half a point per game better than than Carson Wentz so he was second in points per game he's 29 years old uh a lot of things that kind of surprise you he actually led the league in passing touchdowns last year um, you think of Russell Wilson more of kind of a, a running quarterback, um, which he's always going to give you those stats as well. But the fact that he led the league in passing touchdowns last year is just an added bonus, and that's mainly the reason why he's going to be top two, three for anybody as far as their quarterback rankings. Um, the one thing that scares me with Wilson is the offensive line in Seattle clearly has shown the last two or three years that they don't really have a uh, they've shown the inability to really protect for him so he's taken a lot of hits over the last two or three years compared to when he first came into the league um, he's been more dinged up over the past two years but that's really the only negative you can say about Wilson 
Yeah, Devin, Devin, what are your thoughts? Well, when we when we started doing these rankings, I originally had him at one. When I kind of dug into it a little bit more, probably the main reason that, I mean, I only slid him down to two, but the reason I ended up going with Wentz over him is I just don't really like the direction the Seahawks team overall is going. Um, kind of feel like they're in a mini rebuild. I don't love his weapons. I mean, I like Doug Baldwin as far as a value, um, a receiver in fantasy, but after him, I mean, they just signed Brandon, just signed Brandon Marshall. We talked about. They have Tyler Lockett. They don't have too much at tight end. I don't love his weapons, and then also they drafted a running back in the first round. So I think they may try and get back to more of maybe not run heavy when they had Marshawn Lynch in his prime, but it might be a little closer to what it was then compared to what it's been last couple seasons. Um, I mean, it's close. I have him at two. So, I mean, I, I still I still love him as a player. I love him on and off the field. He carries himself great. I, I feel like he cares about the game a lot. He's always going to work on his craft. We're kind of nitpicking with these guys up top. I have him at two. But his overall situation is why I, I chose um, Carson Wentz over him and, and a couple years in age. But that, that's not really too big of a deal. It was mainly the weapons. Yeah, 29 at a quarterback is a whole lot different than 29 in, in any other the positions that we That rank. is true. I could make the argument. I'll say this real quick. I'll, I could make the argument that he might actually have more opportunity to get, you know, passing attempts might be up this year just because in the years past he's had the, you know, that elite defense that's, that's kind of held opponents, you know, uh, one of the best, you know, held opponents to low scoring games, one of the best defenses in the league. Now with kind of losing a, a lot of their defensive players that have been, been really productive for him the past few years, it, it might translate into more passing attempts for him. What do y'all think? I mean, I could see that. I, I, I was actually going to pose a question to both of y'all too that that just kind of came to me is, is he a guy that could really fall off your rankings if if he starts off poorly or it looks like the Seahawks' direction is 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 not what we think it's going to be? I think the talent's there, so it wouldn't fall off that much. Um, he's not, you know, he's already proven enough. I think he's been a top five fantasy quarterback the past few seasons, so. He's already proven enough for me that I wouldn't drop him significantly. I would just consider it either a slump or something that, you know, like Devin said, the Seahawks may be going through a transition of rebuilding their team where he could bounce back, you know, very easily and very quickly. Sure, and I know that a lot of what we talk about is super flex because I think that's become our favorite kind of league. For me, if he does go into a slump, he's certainly not a guy that I want to get rid of because he is young, and I do think that, even with his rushing ability, you've just got a you know dual threat that you're going to get points off week in and week out. Anything you want to add, Devin? Um, yeah, he would he he wouldn't change at all for me. I mean, he's been he's been playing great since he entered the league since 2012. I, I've seen enough. If he if he had a down year, that's going to happen from every now and then. There's going to be certain seasons that a guy may have a down year. Just sometimes that's just the way way it works out. So I wouldn't wouldn't really value him any less at all. Sure. Well, let's move on to our third overall quarterback, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Maverick, why don't you talk a little bit about where you have him? Yeah, I've I've got him at number five, which you know people are going to roast me for that, but I still have him at top five, um, and I think I'm clearly the lowest out of all three of us. And I guess <laughs> what I, I guess you can call me ageist, you can call me whatever you want, but you know, 34 years old, and and I complete I'm, I'm completely aware of how elite Aaron Rodgers is and how 
you know, he's if we're talking redraft, this is you know he's probably your number one quarterback. But maybe I'm just willing to gamble a little bit with these younger players, and they're kind of the deciding factor for me. That hopefully I can get ten years younger with those guys. But there's not much other to say about Aaron Rodgers other than he's just elite. The only thing you can really kind of also hint on a little bit is the injury history. He's blo- he's broken his collarbone two of the last five years, um, so that scares me a little bit. Um, he's 34 years old, so he's not getting any younger to where that that could still be an issue. I know towards the latter half of Romo's career, he broke his collarbone a few times, and he also had a few more injuries than Rodgers did. But I just I don't know. I, I, the real question is, is when you take Rodgers in a startup or if you trade for him, and it's hard to predict the future here, but how much more elite seasons are you getting out of him? Because that's the real question. David, what are your thoughts? I think to answer your question, there's no way to really know, uh, and I am going to call you an ageist, but um, <laughs> I struggled with him too. I mean, like I said earlier, I, I, I was struggling between Wentz, Russell Wilson, and Rodgers as my top three in any order. Um, this may not make sense, you know, but I think I wouldn't take Rodgers as my number one in a startup, but depending on a certain team, he may be my number one quarterback that I would want for that certain team. I, I would think that he's going to be the number one quarterback this next season. He may not. It kind of depends on how many touchdown passes he throws, and that's kind of hard to predict from year to year. But my money would be on him to finish one overall. And he's 34. He'll be 35. I mean, it's hard to say. Is he going to hang it up when he's 37, 38, 39, 40? I mean, there's no way to know. But you're probably getting anywhere from three to six years. And those are going to be top three seasons every one of those years. So it really just depends – what kind of an owner you are, I think, how you want to attack Aaron Rodgers and some of the quarterbacks that we have later down our list that we might talk about on our next episode. Um, it really, Yeah, it really depends what kind of owner you are. I mean, do you want to get that elite production for a couple of seasons and then, you know, get another quarterback? Or would you just want to take a younger guy and not worry about that time when Rodgers is off your team and you're having to worry about another guy? Well, I think yeah, the answer kind of- is – Sorry, Casey, my fault. I didn't mean to cut no, you good. off. You're good. Go I was ahead. just going to kind of hint. I was going to kind of hint on. Uh, I I put a poll out with on the on Twitter with the podcast, and most people it seems would actually have Rodgers as their number one. I kind of put out a poll for the top four quarterbacks, and you know Rodgers won, kind of going away. There was over a hundred votes, and he was forty two percent of the vote of who uh, everyone would really rather own in the dynasty league. So that's kind of where people are at with him. For me, I, for me, he he's the guy that I would want to own. But I've all, I'm also going to be you know known as the guy that wants to win year one, and with a solid year, he'll clearly be the one one overall quarterback. I might jump up and take him earlier than other people would. I do worry. I do worry about the injuries, but not enough to push him down the list. Like I've got somebody else we'll talk about injury related later. Okay. Let's let's talk about our fourth overall quarterback, and that's Cam Newton. Um, Maverick, why don't you talk a little bit about Cam? Uh, yeah, I've got Cam Newton at four overall, so the average actually worked out perfectly for me. That's where I would take him as four overall. Um, no surprise with Cam Newton. You know what you're getting. You know you're getting somebody who's gonna, you know, have those big games. You know he has those fifty point games every now and then just because of his rushing ability. He led the league amongst all quarterbacks in rushing yards with over 750 yards last year, uh, and he was tied for first with the quarterback rushing touchdowns with six, which is actually pretty low 
compared to the rest of his career. But that's the thing with Cam is, you know, he's 29 years old and, and you know what you're going to get next year. You know that he's, you know, what, 6'5", 250. He's a freak athlete that's going to bang up there and, and up the middle and, and, and kind of, you know, take those big hits from the linebackers. You know what you're getting. You know he's going to be a stud for at least a year or two. The real question, again, with me is, is it's not the age so much. It's not the fact that he's 29. I'm just curious of how much more, you know, his body can take those, you know, big hits. He's, he's basically a fullback back there. So that's that's my big question is how much longer can he – is he going to be running, you know, those those zone reads right up the middle at 33, 32, or even 34 years old? And I, 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 the answer for me is, is I, I, don't, I don't see how that could happen. Yeah, he had 754 rushing yards last year, which was the highest of his career. And going forward, he's going to need some help in that department. So you're, you're, you're putting this guy at four to, to hope that his pass game and you got to think maybe the screen game is going to be a little bit helpful to pad some of his stats. Uh, Devin, what are your thoughts? When I uh, set out to do these rankings, I did not think he would be this high for me. I have him at, let's see, I have him at five. And it's kind of by default. I mean, that, that sounds disrespectful to him as a player. I have him on in one uh, on one team. I actually won a championship on that team. He helped me out, obviously, down the stretch. I mean, he's a, he's a great fantasy quarterback, a guy that can put up the rushing stats that he does year in and year out, plus passing, even if he's not throwing for 40 touchdowns like some, some other quarterbacks. The rushing and the passing combined is going to put him top five. So when I started doing these rankings, I just there's no one else I felt as comfortable putting over him, and that's why I ended up with him at five. I, I don't feel great about it. I tend to lean more towards the prototypical type quarterbacks, which you'll see here in a little bit. But I mean, once I set to do these, there's no one else I could really put above him that I felt more comfortable than than with Cam. Yeah, I agree. If you if you look at his overall rushing stats, I I don't know that much is going to change. He's he's averaged probably 110 per year and right at 450 to 500 yards a year. And his worst season for rushing touchdowns was 5 and he's had 5 6 10 5 6. So he he's going to be a guy that's always going to get you points. Um, that's that's one reason he's where he is for me. I've I've also got him at four overall. I I don't necessarily love who he's throwing the ball to, but I do think he's going to get done for you. Let's say I know I know <laughs> your big DJ guy here. That and Greg Olson, you know I got to represent the U on Greg Olson. He's kind of the only one left to do anything, but yeah, DJ Moore as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's move on to number five overall, and this one I'm going to let Maverick <laughs> take it over, but this is Desh- this is Deshaun Watson, so talk about why he's your number one. Um, yeah, I'll talk about why I'm the, the president of the Deshaun Watson fan club here. Um, roast me any way you want. I don't really care. At the end of the day, that's the beauty of fantasy is this is an opinionated uh, uh, hobby for everyone that people want to talk about it like it's fact, but... My opinion is 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 I'm all in, um, and, and it was a very small sample size. I kind of hit on that last week. He's 22 years old, but 
he he took the league by storm. That's that's no surprise. He he led the league in points per game at twenty eight and a half. It was almost three full points higher than Russell Wilson, who came in second in that aspect. Um, I I love the weapons he has. I, I'm kind of also on record that I I still believe in Lamar Miller there. So I think he has a good running game. Um, having the deep threat in Will Fuller, I think is going to be huge. It sh- he showed that last year that he can throw the ball, you know, fifty yards on a rope to Will Fuller, and then all, the obvious having um, DeAndre Hopkins, who's, if not the best, one of the best receivers in the league. Um, I, I just, I'm all in. I, I've got, you know, he's going to bring the rushing stats. He's going to bring the, the the passing ability as well. And and I'm kind of the opposite of Devin here. I, I usually lean more towards the rushing quarterbacks, which is also kind of playing a factor into that. Um, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I, I'm, I'm willing to put my neck out there, and, and I have him number one. Awesome. Hey, support your guy. <laughs> Devin, what, what are your thoughts? I have him at seven, and honestly, I don't even like him there. I know that that sounds crazy. Maverick has him at one. I, I like him. Um, I just – I need to see more. I need to see it for longer. I, I, I had him – I ended up putting him at seven because that's where – his value is higher than that, so I'm taking him there or higher – but I'm looking to trade him to Maverick or, or someone that <laughs> someone that is as high higher than higher on him than I am. So I'm looking to get, you know, Winston plus, Mariota plus, Derek Carr plus. Mm. Somebody mm. that had a two that a down two thousand seventeen. I'm looking to get that quarterback because I just I'll, I don't know. I, I guess I'm not bought in. I mean, I need to see more to be honest. I'll give you Winston and the Mariota, but man, Carr is pretty tough. I mean, you, you say plus. Let's just play a game for a second. What's that plus? Derek Carr plus what? How far off are we? I'm I'm curious. It's hard to say. Super I mean, flex. I have to look at a specific team. Super. Are you talking like rookie picks or? Yeah, yeah. Rookie pick wise, player wise. I mean, if if somebody came to you and and you know they had you know Derek Carr a 19 first and yeah, uh, it doesn't matter. Will Fuller, just some throw in receiver, something like that. Is that enough? Derek Carr, a 19 first, and Will Fuller. Just something like yep. that. How close? Yeah, that. Yeah, I would do that deal. Whew. Okay. Yeah, we're pretty far off. I mean, Obviously, I'm mean, gonna have him number one. I think. I mean, I know Derek Carr had a down year last year. So did Cooper. So did the whole offense. Part of it was to do with Derek Carr. He was part of the reason. I mean, he's a starting quarterback, but his second year in the league, he threw for 32 touchdowns. He had almost 4,000 yards. He's been in the league for four years. I'm not. This isn't. I'm not making this about Derek Carr, but I just think from year to year, I think there's going to be a little bit difference in the stats a quarterback will put up depending on how the how that season breaks out. So I'm not saying I would take him. I would take Derek Carr over Deshaun Watson. I'm just saying I would look to move him and gain the value that he is going for right now in a dynasty league. And I would get another quarterback, not that I necessarily like more, but that I'm comfortable with them putting up stats that I can live with for the next 10 years and get something additional that I like. Devin, I gotcha. Let me, let me pose this question to you, Devin, real quick. Um, is he a guy that if he goes out and plays 16 games and is, is QB three, is he a guy that you're willing to move way up the board? Or, or what is your reason for having him down there at seven simply because he's only played a handful of games? Yes. Okay, say it's the same. It's the same for me. What were you gonna say, Maverick? I was just gonna say, do, I, y'all kind of answered my question, but 
I, I, I'm aware of the, the sample size, but my question is, does the injury play into y'all's ranking at all whatsoever? For me, no. Uh, I, I mean, everybody tears their ACL now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that's... I know that's ridiculous to say, but it it's seems true. Like there's 70 or 80 ACLs a year that are just blown, and the <laughs> next year they're f- healthy. So for me, no. But I, you know, he didn't even get a full rookie season in. So the there's going to be so many defensive coordinators that have had all this time to look at six or seven games. I'm just a little nervous about uh, about what happens with him. And for the record, I will say this. I'm not saying he's going to average 28 points a game and have the best fantasy quarterback season of all time. I'm just saying that I am fully aware and expecting a regression, but not a big one. I feel like everyone out there is is saying, oh, he's going to regress. Well, I think everyone's already assuming that. The real question is how much is he going to regress? Is he going to regress from 28 points a game to 20 points a game and be QB 14? Or is he going to do something when I'm thinking 28 points a game down to, you know, 25, 26? And that's where I'm at. That makes sense. All right. Well, let's let's move on to our sixth overall quarterback, and that's Jameis Winston. Devin, I'll give you the floor here. What are your thoughts on Jameis? First off, I'll talk about his weapons. He has Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, which is kind of a hot dynasty name. Over the summer, he has Adam Humphreys, a guy that you know you can just kind of they utilize a little bit. He has OJ Howard, Cameron Bray, Deshaun Jackson. They drafted Ronald Jones, Peyton Barber. He has a lot of weapons, and he's he's just a gunslinger. I think he's, I mean, he's a young guy. He's 24. He's been he's already been in the league for a while, and this is kind of different than some people probably feel. I just. I don't. I think he's. I mean, let's see. He had forty-one hundred and twenty-eight his second year in the seat, second year in the league. So, I think. Where did I have him ranked? I had him at. Let's see. I had him at six overall. I think you're you're looking for him to do more, but at the same time, quarterbacks they don't hit their peak until their late twenties, early thirties. So, it's hard for me to look at Jameis Winston, look at his 2017 season and think that's that's who he is. I mean, there's a possibility. Not, not every guy continues to progress, but I guess I, I think he is going to continue to progress. I'm not I'm not capping him out at, at 24 years old. So I love his weapons. I think he's a gunslinger, which helps fantasy. I mean, he throws a lot of interceptions, but you kind of got to live with that with certain players. Um, I think he's going to continue to grow, and he has great weapons that he's going to grow with. Yeah, I, I have to agree with most of what you said. Maverick, what are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I, Devin made a lot of sense. I have him at um, number seven as far as my quarterbacks go. So um, I, I like the age, obviously. Um, last year he was really banged up, so it's kind of hard to really go off of what he did last year. He only had 19 touchdowns in 13 games. Side note, that's what Watson had in half that many games, but whatever. Um, the other negative is that he has 44 interceptions in three NFL seasons and that's pretty alarming and I know Devin kind of hinted at that stat hopefully he can get better at it but he's a gunslinger and I don't know if he will get better at it and that's just going to kind of come with the territory the turnovers you know that's 14 15 turnovers or interceptions a year and if you take him that's just going to kind of be expected so I love the weapons and I think that the fact that he was taking one overall, clearly the Bucks still believe in him. They've they've surrounded him with weapons, it seems, every year. 
And that's what you have to hope for is that Winston takes that next step because you were asking earlier about a lot of these guys, you know, if they don't really take that next step, how far would they fall? And going into his fourth year with all those weapons, and if he doesn't take that next step, he's, you know, if he gets 25 or 26 touchdowns, kind of average of what he's done the first three years, for me personally, his, his value would fall just because it, he's four years into the league and he hasn't made that step yet. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, he's with all the weapons, he's still never had a season where he's thrown for more than 30 touchdowns. His best is 28 in 2016. So that that makes me a little nervous, but he's the kind of guy that if if he puts up solid numbers this year, he's going to just creep up a little bit on my rankings. Yeah. I I just think his his weapons and I don't foresee his weapons going anywhere over the next 2 to 3 years. I know situation can change at any moment, but you got to think with a number 1 overall draft capital, these guys are going to do whatever they can. Yeah, they'll get a lot more looks and yeah, you're right. Mike Evans isn't going anywhere. He just got paid. So, you know, OJ Howard's going into his second year. They've they Cameron Braid also just got paid. So, they're they're going to keep the weapons there and he has a lot to gain and a lot to lose this season dynasty value for me personally just depending on how he plays. It's not a full make or break year, but I mean it it, it almost feels that way. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Devin, is there anything else you want to add? Not too much. I think we cover Winston pretty good. Okay. Let's go to our seventh overall quarterback, and that's Pat Mahomes. Uh, Maverick, I know you're pretty high on him. <laughs> why don't you Why don't you start us off? Um. Yeah, I'm high on him. I, I guess for every reason that I talked about Watson earlier about, you know, the fact that I'm willing to roll the dice because you haven't seen anything at all. You got one game week 17 last year when, you know, both teams were, you know, they knew their playoff destiny at that point. So they weren't really playing for anything. They just kind of wanted to see, see what they had in them and get a little game experience out there. And and he looked good up in Denver, uh, led the game winning drive. That's really all you have to go off of. But we talk about draft capital all the time and, and the chiefs not only, you know, bought in as far as draft capital, but they moved on from Alex Smith who had taken them to the playoffs three, four years in a row. So they believe in him. So I think that you have to understand that if, if, if they're willing to risk all that and, and get rid of Alex Smith with a win now team, I feel like you have to believe in him as well. Um, and, and, and I'll dig a little bit deeper. The main reason I think that me and a lot of other people are really kind of starting to get real high on him is it's the coaching staff with Andy Reid. He's always really developed young quarterbacks very well, but it's also the weapons. We just talked about Winston's weapons. Patrick Mahomes' weapons are even better. You know, you have Travis Kelsey. Um, you have, you know, Watkins, which I'm low on, but it is what it is. He's still talented enough to be good for Mahomes. And then you have Tyreek Hill. And then what's not stated enough in, in a young quarterback's development is a running game, and he has Kareem Hunt back there. So talk about no excuses. Um, he has the coaching staff. He has the weapons. He has the arm talent. This is a guy that can just fling the ball, you know, 60 yards down the field. No no problem at all. So I, I'm, I'm, I think that if, if we talk about all these quarterbacks, we can talk about the top 24 over the next two episodes. I think that this is the one guy that I'm most intrigued to watch. I I'm 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 almost giddy to the point where I just want to see him play. Yeah, I I'm kind of curious too. He only had 39 dropbacks last year, and we've got him as a top 10 dynasty quarterback. <laughs> so we clearly all we clearly all like him a lot. Devin, what are your thoughts? I'm the lowest on him. I have him at nine. Maverick has him at six, and you have him at seven. I mean, nine is not 
it's not low. It's the lowest out of us three. But yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see him play too. I love his weapons. Um, I think kind of a theme for me personally with with all these quarterbacks is I, I want I probably want to see a little bit more than the average. Um, maybe not the average dynasty player, but just the, some dynasty players. I want to see a little bit more out of them. Um, I think he does have immense upside, but how great of a percentage chance is he going to reach that? No one really knows. I think you have to, if you want him, you you have to pay up at this point. I don't know if I'm willing to to pay up for him where he is going in drafts. No, I agree with you. Um, I got him. I got him in the super flex we just did. At the end of the third, and as far as the rankings that I've got him, I, I felt like I got him at a really good spot. Um, where, where, where do y'all want to see him if you had to take him in an ideal spot in a super flex startup? I mean, in a super flex startup, that's that's about right. You know, late third, early fourth, as far as a back half top 10 quarterback that's that's the thing I mean and Devin's right do you want to see more of course you do and and I guess I'm just more willing to risk uh and and sometimes I fall flat on my face and I you know I'm wrong but other times you know you benefit from it and if you're willing to weigh out the risk reward and, and 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 know the upside of Patrick Mahomes and take him third fourth round of a super flex startup and then he does hit, you know, he does live up to the bill and, and he has those weapons there and, and he just hits. You, you you didn't get a steal because you're already paying third, fourth round value. But, you know, in a year's time, if this guy comes out the gate and finishes QB6, QB7 and just has a great season, he's going in the second round. So you can, sit, you can say, oh, I'd rather sit and wait. Well, if you sit and wait and he hits, then you're having to pay even higher than he is right now. Yeah, absolutely. Where... Obviously, we we've got him at seven overall. Like I said, with thirty nine sta- snaps last year, or dropbacks. Where where does he jump to for you if he has the year that we think he's going to have? Um, I mean, that's funny because rankings wise, at six, you can't really. I, it's it's tough because when you say the year he has, so he comes out like you said, he's maybe QB six, QB seven at the end of the year. And he just has, you know, the best case scenario season. I don't know how much he's climbing rankings wise, but it's it's almost as if you're willing to take him around higher. You know, if you're taking him in the late third, you might take him in the second next year, and he could move up one spot. But with all those quarterbacks that we just got talking done talking about, I could see him jumping Winston maybe if you know he has a better year than Winston. But that that, that might be it. I don't see how he he's not going to climb all the way up to number two or number one or anything. I just don't see how that's possible. No, I I agree on that. Um, why don't we roll into our our eighth overall quarterback, who's Andrew Luck? I'm uh, I'm gonna spin this over to Devin because he's got him higher than both of us. So yeah, Devin, why don't you talk about Andrew Luck? <clears throat> this is kind of what I touched on earlier. My my type of quarterback is is more similar to Andrew Luck. Those are just the just the type of guys that that I prefer. Over a, over a Cam Newton, I do have him at at four. I have Wentz, Rogers, Wilson, and then Andrew Luck right before right before Newton. And you, Casey, has him at ten, and Maverick has him at nine. So I, I wouldn't say y'all are necessarily super low on him, consider, considering the injury he's 
been uh, dealing with for over a year. I mean, I'm concerned about the injury. I really am. I mean, being putting him at four overall, you know, I know that kind of looks like I'm not, and I realize that. I, I, I'm pretty confident that he's going to be okay. I don't know why that is. That's probably <laughs> probably probably pretty baseless, but I just I just like him a lot. I mean, if we go to um, – this is uh, 2014, his third year in the league. He threw for 47 – 161 yards and 40 touchdowns. He did have 16 interceptions. And I'm not trying to compare him to Rodgers or say he's better than Rodgers, but that's more passing yards than Rodgers has ever had in a single season. Of course, Stafford and Breeze, there's been guys that have thrown for over 5,000, but I just think he's an elite, elite quarterback, NFL quarterback. And I'm not ready to push him down my board due to this injury. I still would – value him um, top five I have him at four I will say I like him as a player a a lot I don't love the weapons I mean I'm, I'm a T.Y. Hilton guy I like him a lot after T.Y. Hilton I mean they have a Doyle and Ebron mm. they don't have a whole lot more wide receiver and I understand that that is bad but to me that's also just 2018 I like him enough he's He's not he's not old. Andrew Luck is uh, 28. He'll be 29 in September. So you're looking at a 29-year-old quarterback. I'm not going to change my ranking based off of one season. Redraft, I'm not taking the fourth overall quarterback. I'm probably not even targeting him because there's you know, I might I might later if he kind of falls due to the injury, but his weapons are not great, but the uh, the college uh, 2019 class is looking pretty heavy at wide receiver so that could easily change in one season so I'm not going to lower him just because of his weapons are not that great for 2018 I like the player and that's why I put him at four I got you what Maverick what do you think I put him at nine and uh, I'll be honest it kind of hurt me a little bit just to do that and and I don't mean that in a positive sense I mean that I almost didn't want to write him in I, I just it's tough and I know that you know that's been Devin's guy for the past three four years and I mean, it's 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 tough for me to look past the fact that he hasn't thrown a ball since week 17 of the 2016 season. That's I, it's huge for me, and it's also kind of not not just the injury, right? You got to actually look at how he got here. So, I remember this time, you know, last year they're like, oh, you know, he could miss, you know, a few games. Okay, well then the season started and it turned into four games, and then it turned into six, and then it turned into well, you know, we're gonna put him on the pup, and then. Then it turned into, you know, he'll, he'll come back for the, the end of the year. And then it turned into, well, we're just going to just sit him out the whole year. Now, it's one of two things. Either the Colts knew all along that he wasn't going to play, so they were just going to kind of give it the illusion that he was to throw off teams for whatever reason, which would be the more positive sense. Or the Colts truly thought that he could come back and the injury was just significantly worse than they, than they thought. And it just kind of spiraled out of control where he actually had to go across seas to kind of get rehab. So that scares me. My thing is, I think at this point, and, you know, people can argue with me if they want, but in my opinion, I think it's more likely than not that he comes back in not the old Andrew Luck that we know. I mean, surgery and missing that much time on your throwing shoulder has got to affect you somewhat. I don't, if you're expecting. Andrew Luck, the, you know, 18 months ago, the number one quarterback in Dynasty to come back and be just 100% Andrew Luck, uh, I, I would be very surprised if, if he's that guy. I, I just would. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna let Devin wrap this up, but I'm gonna have to agree with Maverick here a little bit. He's the guy for me that's probably the most fluid on my board. If if he comes in and shows the flashes from 2014, 15, and 16, he could shoot right up my board and be be way up where he was two years ago. But if we start hearing the same kind of stuff as we approach, you know, the preseason week one, and he's still not throwing. He's a guy, and, and this is going to sound completely crazy, but he's a guy that could drop below 20 for me if, if, we're, still, if we're still not sure he can throw here, here two years later. I just That makes me a little uncomfortable for a guy that, that was once an elite talent or, and I think still could be if, if he can go back to his old form. Devin, I'll let you finish this one up. I'm just going to touch on the, uh, the long – situation that kind of unfolded last season and it's still in this season nobody really knows if he's throwing yes you throwing nerf balls footballs <laughs> i think they misplayed the situation i think the uh, the team kind of fucked up to be honest i don't know if they thought he was gonna be able to play or not but i just think they probably should have just not commented as often and not let people believe that he was going to start week one and then week four i think they misplayed that situation now that's not really i'm not really more confident in him because they misplayed the situation, but I'm not necessarily discounting him double. I mean, he's injured, but I'm not going to put the mishandling of the situation against him more. I am concerned. I just think he's an elite quarterback, and I don't feel that way about too many guys in the league. Um, and one little other tidbit, one reason why I, I have him so high is uh, the uh, Captain Andrew Luck uh, Twitter account on Twitter. If, if anybody has not... <laughs> Has not uh, list, uh, followed that and read some of those tweets. You definitely need to. That that pushes him up just a hair. I already love the guy, but that, that kind of pushes him up just a little bit. Top five Twitter follows, dude, is the Andrew Luck guy that, that talks about like the, the like the, the Civil War Andrew Luck guy. You yeah, got to follow great. him. It's great. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, we'll just have to see how this year plays out before we get too crazy. All right. Well, let's roll right into our ninth overall guy, and this is Marcus Mariota. Maverick, what are your thoughts on Mariota? Yeah, I actually have him at number eight. Um, he's – oh, man, it, it's – he had a really bad year. I mean, I think that everybody was anticipating a breakout season last year. He was really a hot name last summer, and, and everyone was expecting him to just come in and, and just really take a huge step when when that's the exact opposite that happened. Yeah, I think he had less touchdowns. Or I'm sorry. Yeah, he had less touchdowns than, than interceptions. So I think he had, what, 13 touchdowns and maybe 15 picks last year. So that's obviously not positive. But I'm actually – I don't know if it's because I'm stubborn, but I'm still I'm still on board somewhat. Uh, I, I think that a lot of what had to do with Mariota last year was really – just the negative offense you know they they were one of the most boring stagnant offenses you could watch last year it just seemed like the play calling and everything around Tennessee just seemed just just like it just didn't click uh, but now that with that all changing uh, with Matt LaFleur coming over as the offensive coordinator who was the Rams coordinator last year um, when Jared Goff took that big next step that gives me hope um, and and we all know how high I am on Corey Davis so that fact that I, I guess it really feeds into um, um, my Corey Davis hype is that I, I'm thinking that he's going to take that leap with Mariota. Yeah, Devin, what are your thoughts? Uh, this is kind of a tough one for me. I think 
uh, I don't want to say he's okay, but that's kind. Of, I just I feel fine owning Mariota. I own Mariota in a couple different leagues. I don't I don't love it. I'm not you know he's not my favorite quarterback. I don't hate him. I'm fine with him. I like Davis a lot. Probably not quite as much as Maverick, but I, I like I like Davis. Rashard Matthews is kind of an overlooked player. Delaney Walker, you know, Deion Lewis and Derrick Henry. The weapons are fine. I don't know if last season is the best season to judge him with Mike Malarkey at the helm. Mm. Um, I know they made the playoffs. They 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 won one playoff game against the Chiefs, which was a which was a crazy come from behind win. But overall, their offense was was pretty pretty stagnant. I just don't know if that's the best season to judge him. He's still a a young quarterback. He's He's 24. He'll be 20, 25 later this year. It's kind of the same thing I was talking about Winston. I'm not saying he's going to get into that Andrew Luck, Aaron Rodgers range where they're elite, but I still think he could develop a little bit and become more consistent because if you if you did own him, he was pretty hard to hard to count on. You, you really couldn't play him, to be honest. But I guess I, I'm kind of pr- predicting a little bit of a, uh improvement on his part, kind of like Maverick. Yeah, I think that to have him ranked this high that all three of us are counting on an improvement because if not, I don't know that he would be in our top 24. Um, do you think that Vrabels is going to use him the, the way that he should be used or any concern with, with the coach they, they picked up? I mean, who, what, what are your thoughts on that? Mike Vrabel is more of a defensive guy, so I don't know if – I. I this is just my opinion, but like I said earlier, I think Matt LaFleur is going to have way more of an effect on Mariota positively than kind of the head coach will. Sure. Um, but kind of also you've got to take last year with a grain of salt, mainly because, I mean, I think he came out the gate and injured his hamstring, and, and you, you take away his, his legs. That's that's one of the best parts of his game. So rolling out of the pocket, you know, escaping pressure, stuff like that, making good passes, that's kind of his game. So you take that away when I think he was dealing with a bad hamstring for at least half the season. So if he's healthy, you're, I just think you're going to see a different player this year. Yeah, I agree. He was, I think for like nine weeks in a row, he was questionable or something last year. And that's, that that's hard to, to bounce back from. So I do think he's going to have a bounce back year. And I think that you're, you're not going to be sorry taking him right around this area. Let's move on to our number 10 overall average quarterback, and that's Jared Goff. Uh, Devin, why don't you talk about Goff just a little bit? Okay. Um, let's see. I have Goff at 11. I have, him, I have him at 11 right behind Mariota. I think I think his weapons, I mean, I keep touching on the weapons. That is important. I mean, a guy that doesn't have much to work with is hard. Um he threw for 3,800, just just a hair over 3,800 yards. He had 28 touchdowns with seven interceptions. He had a, he had a great season. The the over the the Rams as a team had a great season. They kind of some people predicted that that uh, massive improvement, but they definitely lived up to it. They kind of stunk it up in the playoffs, but I think he's going to kind of continue. I don't love him, but I think he I think he's fine, and I I'm not going to you know. Tout him as a guy that's going to get into that top five, but I think he's kind of around this range. I think he's a low-end one, maybe a high-end two, depending on the season. Um, I do think that massive improvement on the defense could lead a little bit less to maybe some opportunities. He's probably a guy that's going to – might throw a little bit less touchdowns. So I think I think he might actually have a year that might not be quite as good as this past season. 
but I don't know if he's necessarily going um, that high either. In our most recent startup, he went off the board as – he actually went off the board as a sixth quarterback, so I kind of mm. take that back. That, that's pretty high. I mean, I don't know if he's really <laughs> even a top six guy in redraft, but he is a, he is a young player. So, you know, he's 23, and he, he does have one full season um, of being proven under his belt. So I'm not going to hate on that. Um, you know, that's a little probably higher than I would have him, but I'm not I'm not going to hate on that either. Um I will say that one good thing to look at when you're talking about golf and kind of apply it to a lot of other quarterbacks is he looked horrible as a rookie and he came out this past season and had a great year. So I'm not saying every quarterback is going to do that. It, and, it's, and it's hard to predict. I'm not going to throw out a guy that I think is going to have that massive improvement. You could look to a guy like Winston or Mariota, but I wouldn't bury a player after one down season, especially early on in their career. I mean, it was his first season, but even a guy that's been in the league for a couple of years, things things happen. Um, there's a lot of factors that can go into um, what a quarterback is doing. You know, offensive line, skill skill position. I mean, even Todd Gurley, you know, he he didn't have a great season, and this season he he balled out the whole season, especially down the stretch. So, I don't know if I would bury any quarterback after. You know, one down season, and golf is a good example of that. I, I tend to agree with most of what you said. Maverick, what about you? Yeah, Devin hit on it quite a bit, but I, I also have him at number 11. Um, I'll, what I'll add to what Devin said is I'll go on the other side of that. I think a big mistake that a lot of dynasty owners make is that when you have a young guy who kind of broke out, right? So you're thinking, oh, man, he's 22, he's 23. He just broke out, and he's just going to keep ascending. You know, he's going to have a better year next year, and then the year after that, the year after that, and he's just going to keep getting better. And I think that's a big mistake people make. And I think sometimes you have to take a step back and just realize that most players don't do that. You know, most players just kind of are what they are. And I guess what I'm really trying to say is I think that although he had a good season last year, I think he kind of is what he is, you know, stats-wise. I think that he's more, like Devin said, back in QB1, top in QB2. I just don't – I like him. I don't I don't see the ascension. I don't see him kind of climbing up. Just because he's 23 doesn't mean that he's going to be a top two or three quarterback by the time he's 28. I just think he is what he is. Yeah, his skill set is not what I think any of the top, you know, three, four, five guys we have is, but – He's still a guy that's young enough and good enough that he could start on your team for the next 10 to 12 years. Yeah. I mean, he's he's. I don't think he's Aaron Rodgers, and I don't think he's got the skill set to be Aaron Rodgers, but I'm still not going to be upset if I can get him in, you know, the, the mid-fourth of a, a super flex and, and know that I've got a guy that I don't have to worry about trying to replace in two to three years. He's safe for a long time, and that's what his calling card is probably going to be. Yep, I agree. He's. I almost wonder if he's, uh, you know, a, a better version of Alex Smith. <laughs> not necessarily. Not necessarily going to, you know, blow any I doors off or shock and all. But he's just going to be that consistent guy that that you don't hate to have on your roster. Let's let's roll right into the eleventh overall, and that's Matthew Stafford. <coughs> uh, Maverick, I'll just turn it right back to you. What what are your thoughts on Matt Stafford? Um, this is kind of more. Uh, I like the player a lot better than I'm going to kind of talk about the situation. Um, I I think that I think that Stafford is. This might sound crazy, but I think that Stafford might be top five as far as just NFL talented quarterbacks at the moment. 
Um, I, I think you watch him. That those Lions teams, you know, win two or three games every year without him. I think he truly is 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 the head of that team, and I love his talent. But I'm gonna kind of knock on a situation a little bit here. Uh, I think this is just my opinion, obviously, but I think that the Lions are really trying to change really the culture of what they've been doing there for the past 10 years. Matthew Stafford's been there for 10, 11 years now. I think he got there in 07, but the, I'm sorry, 09. I don't know why I was thinking 07, but yeah, 2009. So I guess what's, this would be his eighth, ninth season, but it seems like those years, you know, especially early on when they had Calvin Johnson, they just kind of wanted to have him aired out, you know, throw the ball five, 600 times a year. And that's kind of their, their calling card. And, and I think that they finally learned that that doesn't work. It doesn't translate to winning. Um, so what they've really tried to do is obviously signing a big, you know, guy like LeGarrette Blunt. Uh, they drafted a, a running back in the second round and carry on Johnson. So I think they're trying to really establish the run game and not put so much on Stafford's shoulders, uh, which will translate to less passing attempts. And then another thing that I found pretty interesting was that to kind of talk about more about the um, them trying to run the ball more is they've taken an offensive lineman three of the past four years in the first round. So I think they're really trying to just build up that offensive line I think they're really trying to get a running game with Carryon Johnson or LeGarrette Blount, whoever it is, and just really try to not make Stafford throw the ball so much. Yeah, I I think that I agree with a lot of what you said there, Devin. What are your thoughts? I agree on the um, situation not being amazing. Um, you know, they might be trying to kind of change the overall offense on that team. I. St- what, probably what it boils down to me is I just think he's safe. I have him at eight, um, which is quite a bit higher than y'all. Um, Maverick has him at – let's see. Casey has him at 12, and Maverick has him at 14. So I have him at eight, which is quite a bit higher than y'all. I just think he's safe. I, I'm not taking um, – I'm not taking um, Mahomes over him. And that could bite me in the ass. I mean, Mahomes could be – way better I, I understand that but I just think he's safe I like the player just like Maverick alluded to on the field yeah I agree he's he, he's kind of in that Jared Goff category for me too it's just just a guy that you know you can you can pick up and put on your team and not have to worry about he he may not go out and get you 45 points a week like you know have a freak game like Aaron Rodgers but he's always going to be that consistent start uh, let's let's move right into the the last guy we want to talk about this evening, and that's uh, Kirk Cousins, who we've got at twelve overall. Devin, why don't you talk a little bit about why you where you've got Cousins? Okay, let's see. I have Cousins. So at, you've actually got him at twelve overall. Okay, yeah, that's about right. I mean, similar to Goff, uh, I think you're going to be happy with Cousins where he's going and what you get. Um, I like his weapons a lot with Diggs, Thielen, Rudolph. And Dalvin Cook, <clears throat> he's been putting up pretty solid stats. This was in Washington, so it's going to be different. But he's been getting anywhere from 4,100. He had a 4,900 passing yards in 2016, and kind of mid to high um, 20, 29 touchdowns in 2015, 25 and 16, and then 27 last season. I kind of feel similarly about him. He's a safe a safe guy. I don't know if he's going to – he might one season, but I don't know if he's going to approach that 40 touchdown range. They have a very good defense in Minnesota. 
is um, similarly to how they do in um, Los Angeles with the Rams. He's a safe guy that I would be glad to own where he's um, where he's going. Yeah, Maverick, what do you think? I've got him at 13, so 12 makes a lot of sense. I I think that Devin's right. He's he's more he's he's safe. Um, I actually like his um, I like his weapons short term for sure. I mean, Diggs, Thielen, Rudolph, just like Devin kind of alluded to. I I think he has the talent enough to where that team is is, is going to be able to throw the ball all over the place. Um, no one's going to obviously be double covered on that team. So I, I like it. I, I think I think Devin's right. I think his value is about right. I mean, I think when he signed with Minnesota, that was kind of best case scenario for his fantasy production wise. But uh, that's about right. I mean, he's going, you know, fifth ish, maybe. Well, I've seen him kind of go in the fourth in some super flex drafts, but fourth, fifth round, kind of late fifth. I'm comfortable with that. I, if you pass on a quarterback early in the first few rounds of your super flex startup, I wouldn't mind grabbing him there. I think that's a pretty decent value for him. Yeah, I think in, when I was looking at these rankings, I, I was looking at, you know, three- to four-year projections, and being that his contract is fully guaranteed, you know that he's going to be where he's at for three years, and you you know you know that the production's going to be there with the weapons that he's got. Um, I like that he's going to have hopefully a healthy Dalvin Cook coming back out of the backfield. That's There's just a lot of good things for him. I I think all of these guys, and I don't know if you all would agree or not, all the guys in this, you know, this 9 to 12, 13 range that we're talking about, they're all safe. We're they're they're no, not yeah. anybody. They're they're not anybody that's going to be, you know, blowing you away every week, but you you can win championships with these guys. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's they're, they're they're safe in the sense that they're almost interchangeable. Um, but yeah, I agree with what you said. Cool. Well, I think that's all the quarterbacks that we're going to talk about for this episode. Uh, next next episode, we're going to talk about thirteen through twenty four on our rankings and try to squeeze in a few guys we have outside our top twenty four. Um, as usual, I'm at Dynasty underscore Case Maverick. What's your Twitter handle? At DFF underscore Maverick. And Devin, what about you? At Devin Vaughn 7. Awesome. Well, if you've got any questions, hit up the show on Twitter, hit up the show on our email, and we'll try to get to those here on an episode coming up. Other than that, you guys have a good evening, and we'll see you next time. See you guys. All right, later. You've been listening to the Dynasty Edge Podcast. Join us next time as we discuss the latest news and notes from all things Dynasty football. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and interact with the show at Dynasty Edge, at DFF underscore Maverick, and at Dynasty underscore Case. Direct message any one of us on Twitter with any questions you would like us to answer on or off the podcast. You can also email the show at thedynastyedge at gmail.com.